Hey there, welcome once again. This is Elle at Iron Dove. Dialogue is the key to reform, access is the key to dialogue. At Iron Dove, you can find both. Come on down, talk it up, and let's see what we can figure out. Back to religiosity for a minute. And by the way, I found out that's actually a real word. <laughs> Who knew? Anyway, uh, religiosity means to be excessively religious. So I want to talk about this more because I'm more and more sure every day that the unwelcoming patriarchal governments steeped in patriarchal faiths are what is undermining peace and prosperity on this planet. Why is it that as we grow from children into adulthood and we learn to take care of ourselves, we form opinions on all kinds of things. We feel free to make choices about so many things, but not faith. We feel free to choose everything from the kinds and colors of clothes that we wear to the kinds of music we listen to and even where we live. Some of us like hot climates, some like to live by the water, some people love jazz music, some others only listen to country western or opera. But when it comes to faith, people are completely unwilling to examine their options and really grow up in a way. I mean, I don't listen to the music my parents listen to. And my children don't listen to the music. Well, actually, they sort of do, but um, that's because our music was just much better than our parents. But anyway, the point is that as people grow up, they learn to make their own choices. But with faith, people don't make choices. They seem to swallow this stuff hook, line, and sinker without questioning it. For the same reasons that many women rejected stereotypes of their mothers and grandmothers, we should be rejecting the religious ideologies that tormented them and made their lives less productive and less fulfilling. Our mothers and grandmothers fought to give us choices in education and employment, but the one thing that they did not or could not accomplish that I think will really change the lot of women and civilization as a whole is to develop real choice and options for women in faith. And I don't mean some stupid 2,000-year-old dusty book filled with stories written by men. I mean real, thoughtful interpretation of what women know in their hearts and what they teach their children, even before their children know how to talk. And what is that that we women do? That's right. We love. Women love. They nurture. They accept unconditionally. They don't care if you're tall or short, male or female, light or dark, rich or poor. You are an innocent child and you are loved. Full stop. Think about that for a minute. Couldn't this world really use people like that? Wouldn't it be nice to honor that contribution and have faith in love? We've given faith so ignorantly to an angry, unaccepting, patriarchal godhead. A man-made image that excludes women. And by excluding women, you exclude this huge portion of what makes people human. The capacity to love. How many nurturers do you know that would flaunt billions of dollars worth of treasure in a gaudy display while a child dies of starvation? And not one child, but millions. What nurturer would condemn her child to a life of shame simply because of their sex 
or sexual preference. Mother Earth, the Earth, called Mother, feeds, sustains all. And formed in the image of this nurturer, women are divine as any man is divine. And yet, faith, religiosity, has denied women equality among divinity. It's ridiculous. And the thing that's the most ridiculous about it is that we continue to encourage and cement these kinds of views and opinions by engaging in traditions that are not truthful, that are harmful to the well-being of humanity. We've allowed the ball to drop. Women, we've allowed the ball to drop. We've become complacent and afraid, but now more than ever, we need to speak out with our voices, with our votes, with every ounce of energy we can spare. Children are dying in Darfur, in Afghanistan, Iraq, Rwanda, all around the world, and in the U.S. too. Women and children are beaten and raped as an act of war. And then they're killed to save some pathetic man's honor. Governments do nothing, including our own. They stand by as women and children are bought and sold into slavery for work and prostitution by men who honor a patriarchal godhead. They call him by many names, but by any name, he is cruel and absent from the faith of women. He has forgotten that he, as all of us, started out in the loving arms of a mother, a woman, in whose eyes he was absolutely perfect. That is one of the reasons women do not stand against the injustice. But as with all nurturing, sometimes a correction is required. And now is the time that a correction is absolutely required. We teach our children to share and to play nicely together. We teach them about the world around us, to show them to respect plants and animals. We let them sing and dance and laugh and play so their bodies and minds will be filled with love and joy. And then we do a terrible thing. We keep our girls close and teach them to believe they are not equal or worthy. We allow them to be raped and then deny them reproductive health care. We tell them to study and be smart and then deny them equal pay and equal protection under the law. Here in the United States, the Equal Rights Amendment is still not ratified since 1923. Tell me how long should it take? Tell me why any woman would ever vote for a man that would not ratify the Equal Rights Amendment. Tell me why any woman would worship a faith that diminishes any of her children. And our boys? We send our boys out to learn to be hateful, greedy leaders, or worse, wimps to the hateful, greedy leaders. Some kind of perverted, win-at-all-cost players, even if it means hurting people in the process. George Bush could do great things, but he's chosen to honor some archaic tradition that excludes, discriminates, and diminishes this country. He has systematically appointed people who disregard progress and evolution, but rather expound and encourage the exclusion, discrimination, and pain. The epidemic violence, dehumanization, and discrimination against women and children is global. 
marginalizing half the population of this planet is the single greatest act of terrorism ever committed on any group at any time. And Georgie Pooh is running around in the mountains of Afghanistan or something trying to fight little ghosts. He's got it all wrong. He doesn't need to be in the mountains of Afghanistan fighting ghosts. What he needs to be doing is empowering women. Arm the women in Darfur. Teach them to stand around their village and guard it with weapons if necessary. Don't diminish them, empower them. Build them up, make them strong. Allow them to protect their children. The effect of this kind of terrorism, atrocities and cruelty, dehumanization, spans every continent, crosses every ocean, lives in every town, province, country, village, and home across the planet. Even if you think you live in a household where men and women are equal and life is fine and cozy and and it's all good good, if you honor the stereotypes of traditions that continue to empower discrimination, then you are complacent and you are contributing to the terrorism that is spread around the world. To quote the Human Rights Watch, it requires all of us to unite in solidarity to end traditions, practices, and laws that harm women. It is a fight for freedom to be fully and completely human and equal without apology or permission. If you think about it, empowering the women and children who are supposedly the ones that George W. is fighting to protect from the Taliban, arm them, train them, teach them how to protect themselves, how to protect their freedom, how to protect their children. Think about that for a bit. Women matter. Women's lives matter. And the contribution of women matters in every way, every day, everywhere, all the time, and it counts. And we have to stand up and be counted. And we have to stand up, ladies, and protect ourselves and protect our children. At least that's what I think. Come on down and let me know what you think. I'd really love to know. Till next time, this is Elle at Iron Dove, signing out.